Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Novel. This show contains adult material and swearing. You have been warned. The worst part about having gonorrhea is learning how to spell gonorrhea when text people to say you've oh got it. It's horrific. Impossible. It's horrific. You have to Google it every time. I just write gone girl. <laughs> Are you bored of modern dating? Meeting the same people from the same apps in the same bar you've only chosen because it's close to your house and you can make your usual quick getaway? It's time to change the narrative on how we find love. It's time to start looking for love in all the wrong places. I'm going on a wild dating adventure, only picking people who are the total opposite of my type. And after 28 of these dates in two months, Will I find that special someone? Or will this experiment prove that I should just give up on dating altogether? It's time to find out. I'm Grace Campbell, and this is 28 Dates Later. Hello, Dan. Hi. uh, It's the final one. It's the final day. It's the final day. I did my final day. Oh my God, I'm excited. I know. Are you feeling nourished? Are you feeling sexy? Are you feeling alive? I am. I'm feeling alive, for sure. Even though it's hay fever season. Hay fever season is killing me, but I'm I'm feeling, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Baby, hay fever season is killing me. So I found out recently... That apparently it's because all the trees that we have in this country are like male trees. They didn't want to plant female trees because they bear fruit and that's free fruit, but also like rotting fruit. Mm-hmm. So it just means we've just got like hay fever is just like loads of spunk. Like Mother yeah. Earth is bukkake and goes constantly. And it's like, it's in my eye. 
I know. And it well, is in my eye and in my nose and in my mouth. Yeah, it, it, it is male trees. But also the craziest story, just really quickly, that I have to tell you. So there is a male crow in my area that's attacking women. No. So it's been going around like on the WhatsApp groups, like for my area, like there's this crow attacking women with long hair. So I was like, cool, I'll be fine. I haven't got long hair. And then last week I was walking along the street, like looking real nice. Like I had like cowboy boots on, like really nice trousers, uh-huh. walking along. And then this crow just like attacks my head. <gasps> no. And then painful. I start screaming. It didn't like bite me. It just like banged on my head, flew away, right? So I was like screaming and there was a whole traffic jam of people watching me and then everyone was watching and I was like, oh my God, did you see that? To all the people in the cars and then this guy goes, he's coming back for you. And so I <laughs> ran away from it, tripped, fell into the road in front of traffic <laughs> and then the crow was just attacking my head oh while I was my on the floor. God. It's given Hitchcock. How insane is that? That is actually insane. So it's the male trees and the male crows are just trying to fuck us up. Damn it, I owe that crow money now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's the final day. Final day. Okay, so this guy... How was it? So he is a songwriter. A musician. He, He's well, in music. Yeah. yeah. And I love music as well. Like, actually, like... <laughs> <laughs> I love music unpopular opinion but I'm like obsessed with music like I listen to music all the time like I, it's so random you're of me. so quirky no I'm crazy I know wow. I'm a crazy girl crazy girl so I've previously dated a lot of musicians and it's clearly not gone well for me because I'm here making this podcast so I thought musician days were in the past for me but have you looked at this guy's profile okay, I mean so he first is of all, let's just talk about how fucking peng he's he is he's so fit he's so Peng. Jesus Christ. He's, the body. He's he's The body is giving. Unbelievable. Okay. Maybe he's, he's like a Greek statue. It's making me feel like I'm cosplaying Roald Dahl writing a book in a shed. No. I, sh- I showed my like male friends him the other day and they were like, he is an Adonis. Like, Honestly, he... wow. The second I saw him, because I, I was so unprepared for him being that Peng. Yeah. And like then he came and he was so Peng. I didn't have any makeup on. I looked insane. Yeah. I'd been walking for two hours. It was really hot. I'd been walking the dog. I was trying to close my rings on my Apple Watch. And so I just looked mad. And, I, and he came. Came in and I was sat on the floor on the phone to my friend who was having an argument with her boyfriend. Like when he walked in, and then the second he sat down opposite me, I was like, "Oh my god, you're actually so fit." You are so muscly. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> do you take steroids? No, I don't. No. Sure. Yeah, of course. Are you sure? Hundred yeah. percent. I just, I'm just really. What? Disciplined. <laughs> I mean, I eat, I, eat, I eat the same thing every day. I just go to the gym sometimes. Every day? No. So tell me, so you eat oats for breakfast? Only three times a week. Oats for breakfast, then what, eggs for lunch? Nah, for, for lunch, it's, I, it's very snacky. So I eat two Nutrigrain bars, a protein bar, a protein yoghurt, an apple. Sounds like such a sad way to live, I'm sorry. And five Oreos. Every day? Every day. Every day, every day. you have that for every lunch? Every day, yeah. That diet is giving me, like, sociopath. So, no, absolutely, yeah. People like that are complete freaks, but nobody has... You do not have a body like that without being a sociopath. When he's there, like, it's very snacky. And to me, I'm there, like, what's that? Sorry, four poor pies, uh, a whole tube of Pringles, (laughs) cheese on toast. Yeah, leftover half sandwich from Pratt. Snickers. (laughs) Is it like that kind of snacky? Because that's my everyday. It's like, oh, I eat the same thing every day. I'm like, what, chicken Kievs? Yeah, yeah, same. (laughs) Can't be bothered, ain't got the time. Ain't got the time. (sighs) 
But Agreed. I mean, you've got to work hard to look fit, I guess. You do, yeah. I mean, yeah. But also look. CBA. No, yeah. I mean, but not everybody has to look like that. But it's nice that there are people in the world that look like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if everybody looked like that, it would be really boring. But it's nice when somebody looks like that and you're like, God, you you look insane. I don't like, Yeah, I mean, unreal. Like, his body is just pure muscle. Oh, baby, I don't understand how someone can just have five Oreos. It's so random. Eat the whole packet. So what do you do? Is that a really personal question? No, nah, I make music. Okay. Yeah, songwriter. Musicians love me. It's really interesting. Uh, I don't know why. I've, I've, I think I've I think I've been on a date with two comedians. Before. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Didn't really, didn't really get on with them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> why? I'm sure it was them and not the profession. I mean. Well, yeah, obviously they were probably really bad comedians. All right. No? Maybe. Are you, would you, would you call yourself a really good comedian? I'm a very good comedian. Oh, I like that. Exquisite comedian. I like that. First of all, I, this is so... <laughs> please, Your Honour, please. So this is, like, so funny because he claims that he's never, like, looked me up, right? Which I obviously do not believe. I don't believe it for a second, but, like... He basically, before he decided to come on the date for the podcast, he mentioned it to one of his friends and he was like, oh, I've been asked to do this thing with this girl called Grace. And then the girl was like, oh my God, Grace Gamble. And it turns out she like went to my school but was a few years above me. And she was like, oh yeah, you should definitely do it. Like, she's really funny. Uh. But then he, he claims that even then he didn't like look me up. I mean, I just don't believe it. <laughs> I just it. don't believe it. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. 
oldest girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. What's your content? In my comedy? Yeah. Sex, relationships. My dog, talk about my dog a lot at the moment. She's just been on heat. So it's given me quite a lot of comedy. She actually, the other day, yeah. she sat on a dog's face in the pub and yeah. then squirted all over his face. What's that? Hi. Do you want another drink? Is that your vibe? Yeah, I was like, she's obviously seen me do that and now it's copying me. Oh. I mean, baby, you got game right there. <laughs> I look like, so what's your content? And you're like, sex. <laughs> And you're like, my dog's also been on heat, just like me. <laughs> oh my god, I'm Love. a beast. <laughs> no, nah, but like also just like if you if you see the end game, yeah, start stepping it strongly. One hundred percent. And I saw like the second we started speaking, I was like, we have to have sex, and yeah. I really want it to be today that we have sex. Yeah, you sat down. You're like, how can this happen? Oh, I know. I'm gonna talk about my dog squirting on another dog's face. <laughs> But wait, just break that down because, like, what are you on about? Have you can dogs the squirt? Story? Oh my god, Eddie squirted on a dog's face. But wait, can dogs squirt? Well, apparently, the, yeah, I googled it. It's like well, how you know how cats spray, like it's like that, right? Um, and it smelled just like squirt, which does not smell like piss, by the way. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> because as I always say, nobody has a barocca and then squirts and squirts barocca. But that's why I say to all the people that say squirt is piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to all those scientists. To all the scientists and the doctors out there, let me tell you, the, do the Barocca test. But wait, so uh, it was a sexual squirt, or was it like she a, was a, on a, a heat, hormone thing? So she was on heat, and she was really horny, and she met this dog, and they were playing, and then she got really aroused, and then she'd mounted the dog's head, it's like humping the dog's face, yeah, and then sprayed all this liquid, it was at our pub, right? Wow. 
sprayed all this liquid and so I picked her up and then she's like humping the air and sprayed this liquid all over the guy opposite me. Oh, it was so embarrassing. Like one of the most embarrassing things that's ever happened to me. I was so angry at her the rest of the day. I was like, and well, then, shaming and then, her, shaming and then her. I know I felt really bad. Her and sex then expression. She, after her first orgasm, just fell asleep for four hours, did not wake up in this pub, did not wake up. Relatable queen. <laughs> I'm always there like, you better make sure you come before I do because as soon as I do, I'm, I'm in a coma. <laughs> Really? Actually, normally it's me who takes longer. So uh, God bless everyone's soul and whole that's been with me. But like, <laughs> I um, uh, I hate that thing where like you've come and then you've got to make them come and you're just there like, this is, I didn't realise this was like the Lord of the Rings trilogy director's cut. No, I know, I mean? but that's literally the story of my life because I always come within the first 30 seconds of sex. Like it's so yeah. fucking embarrassing. Like wow. I come so fast. But I don't mind it because I'll usually come again. Like yeah. come again. I always do. But come like again? I always come quite quickly and then have to be like, okay, I can muster up the energy even though I'd really like to just have a sleep. I mean, I live. Um, that segment was for all of our uh, listeners who are into bestiality. Yeah, dogs can square. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, which I guess during this process, like one of the things that I've done a lot that's challenged myself is go on dates with people who are like open or like ethically non-monogamous or like polyamorous, mm. whatever. And I've obviously never really like ventured into any of that. So I, because I'd been told before that he was in like an ethically non-monogamous relationship. Okay. So, but then when he came and I was so attracted to him, I was like, oh fuck, but he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. And we spoke about her. Are you in an open relationship? I am, yeah. It started open. Yeah, we discussed it. We both were on the same page of what we were looking for, so it made sense, and then... Okay. We fell in love, and then... Okay. Continued. It's going well. Cool. It's going well, (laughs) yeah. In a way, I was really... It was kind of cool. Like I did it. It wasn't. I did like as long as like everybody involved is fine with it. I was like, this is kind of chill. Yeah, because also it shows someone has um, it's like an evolved state of being. Like if you can be non-monogamous, it means that like you surely have good communication skills. There's surely trust there. It's a very modern way of being, which is like I think really positive. You know, but it's challenging as well because for me, like all of my relationships in the past have been like monogamous. And so when I'm sitting there opposite someone and I'm like, I want to fuck you so much. Like the eye contact was just insane. Baby, I can hear the drip, drip, so, drip between your legs. No, but it was him as well. Note. For most of the date was actually, we weren't really speaking. We were like just looking at each other and like laughing. Like, uh, Yes. <laughs> Nothing. But you didn't say something then. Um. Concentrate. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Nothing. <laughs> no, it's a lie. <laughs> no, you're a really good one to end with, though, because you're like, <laughs> I would, I would see you again. I'd see you again. Of course. You're only human. Those long pauses of sexual tension. Mm, 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 what are you mm. thinking? <laughs> Twenty second pause. <laughs> Not much. No, you're thinking about banging. <laughs> yeah, so what happened, yeah, was then, so we took our mics off and then we, like, went into the 
the bit outside, and then we started getting with each other. But then we both. He's a good kisser. He was. He's such a good kisser. Oh. Like, he's an unbelievably good kisser. But he also says, "I'm an amazing kisser," which is so nice. I love that. Yeah, I'm a great kisser. I'm a great kisser. It's something I really pride like, myself on. Yes, yeah, yeah, and I hate so bad important. kissers. Oh my god, they should be in prison. Honestly, Baby, just, they should it's all be in prison. Simple thing to learn. How can you be bad at kissing? I know. You've honestly. never listened. You've never listened. It, that's literally what it is. And you also have no instinct because kissing is all about instinct. It's yeah. like you just like receive. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're just like it's two people. Anyway, so we were like kissing. It was so fucking hot. And then we both had plans. So we both had somewhere to go. And then uh, so, but I got his number. And then he left. And then I was like a bit drunk. We'd had like three drinks. So I texted him like, you're really fit. I want to see you again. And he was like... It's actually the most you've actually said on that entire day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like you're really fit like when can I see you and I was like well what are you doing later tonight because like I had a dinner and then yeah. I was like free and then he came around and, and yeah and then we we had amazing sex oh I shagged the last date for the <laughs> podcast we shagged we got with each other like there and then but sometimes that's nice though sometimes it's nice to step into a date and be there like oh we're fucking. But it's a challenging process because then you're like, you're in a relationship, mm. but it's also fine. But as it's like happened since, it's actually been so nice for me because I really like hanging out with someone, mm. knowing that there's never going to be any pressure of like, what yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah. Because also, like, dating doesn't have to be to find love. Exactly. It's just to find connections. Exactly. Because I have this thing, like, I was out recently at this, like, dirty little gay bar, like, so grubby. And there was this <laughs> guy, like, looking at me, like, giving me the eye. But he was with another man. And for some reason in my head when I see that, I narrate being, like, always oh, with someone. I don't think, oh, in the queer world, it could be, like, maybe a threesome. Maybe they're open. Maybe he's not with them. Like, I shut it down because I narrate the fact that, like, oh, it's not a possibility. But then this guy, like, kept looking at me. And at one point he came over. And we got each other and I was like, oh, it's funny how I like shut these things down by being like, oh, this would never work. The guy did also message me being there like, I might have gone and the throat gets checked out. <laughs> thank God. Because, you know, life is good. Live, laugh, love. Live, uh, love, love. The worst part about having gonorrhea is learning how to spell gonorrhea when text people to say you've oh got God, it. Oh my God, it's horrific. Impossible. It's horrific. You have to Google it every time. I just write, gone girl. Gone. Gone. I've gone. I've got gone. <laughs> okay, get yourself checked. Gone girl. <laughs> but, um, but no, it's nice to like step into something and know it is what it is. It, and you know what it is. I think that's what's been really nice because I feel like my issue in the past has always been like either things accelerate way too fast and mm. I encourage that and often I'm the source of that mm. or I get really, really freaked out because I'm like, oh my God, it feels like so much pressure of like, are we, are we going to, is this going to like accelerate and suddenly we're going to be together mm. or like, am I going to like put them off? But there's zero pressure on the situation and he's very like open and honest about like his relationship and it sort of seems like all fine mm. but we like get on and like have a good time together and it's really nice because when he leaves I'm not like thinking oh when am I next going to speak to him when am I next going to see him because yeah. I know that's not what the situation is maybe you found the thing you need in your life right now it's teaching me something at the moment I yeah. can't quite like articulate what it is but I feel like it's meant to have happened wow spiritual so spiritual I was supposed to be dicked down by this guy in an open relationship thank you universe <laughs> thank you I manifested after 27 dates <laughs> 27 dates though 27 dates I don't think dates. I've been on 27 dates my entire life it was a really nice way to end because you know like I've already said it's a nice thing for me because at the moment I don't know really what it is I'm looking for in mm. general like I feel super confused about whether or not I want to commit 
to someone again just yet. I still mm. feel like I have more work to do on myself. But I feel like this is a really good sign because mm. I'm challenging myself by going on dates and like shagging someone who's like in an ethically non-monogamous relationship. That's a challenge, but I'm actually like really enjoying it and I'm not finding it like difficult in any way. And it's making me think about maybe me being able to do that one yeah. day. I think it's always interesting as well, like going on dates with different types of people to expand that scope as well, to be like, oh, I wouldn't really normally go for this person, but let me see. Because sometimes I think dating is like you bringing your life and someone bringing someone else's life and experience together. And if you're constantly going with someone who's like quite similar to you or like the same sort of jobs or whatever, like they're not bringing a whole fresh experience to your life. And I think that sometimes is the beauty of dating and connecting with people is you being like, I've never experienced that. Or like, I didn't know that was a thing. Or it's, oh, it's gorgeous. That's your passion. Or... Do I mean? Like, yeah, I think it opens your mind up in a yeah. very like... It's enriching. Uh, it is enriching. And I always think like every experience you have, like every day, every one night stand, whatever, you always get something from it, whether it's a story or mm. like whether they play a song and you're like, oh, what that, what's that song? And then you're like, oh, I've got a really good song out of like meeting this person. Like I always get yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I have a one night stand, I always get like one kind of like thing that I'll like have forever, like from that experience. And it yeah. doesn't have to be like the love of my life. So I know it's been uh, trials and tribulations, ups and downs, and like quite intense at points to date so many people. But like, have you enjoyed it? Well, firstly, thank you for oh. helping me, you know, make sense of a lot of it and making it fun and bringing, you know, like a fun side to it because some of it's been really <laughs> quite, uh, it's tenuous, the word. Like, yeah. yeah. That's also the, the best thing about dating, right? It's like be able to chat to your mate about well, it, Well, exactly. Right? It's like that's yeah. almost the funnest part about dating mm. is then being able to go and debrief the yeah, date. Absolutely. Like, I always feel like when I go on a date and then the next day I don't have time to send a voice note to the girls, I'm like, fuck, I, I can't forget. Like, yeah, everything's yeah, happened yeah, yeah. Have to tell them like yeah. everything that happened. I have enjoyed the process. I feel like I've learned a lot from the process. At the beginning, I was skeptical because I didn't think I was going to like meet the love of my life through this process. But I've learned so much about myself, even through talking to so many different people about dating relationships. I've learned so much about where my tapestry emotionally has left me at this point mm. and actually how. I have to rebuild a lot more stuff to get into a healthier place with relationships. And mm. what's been really cool is like exploring all these different types of relationships, thinking about ways that I could trust people in the future without it just being in a monogamous relationship. Yeah. So it's been very enriching for me. I'm really happy that it's over, but yeah. I'm happy that I've met some of these people and yeah, of some course. of the dates were like people that I'm sure I'll see again. And yeah, I'm... you hang out again. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely some like, like gems in there. 100%. There's some gems and there's some absolutely steaming, flaming piles of turds. Oh, but like there are gems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I got three hours sleep last night because I was shagging. There we go. Date number 28. And the thing is, is, when you first originally came to this production company, you were like, I want to make a podcast. And, and beneath that, you were like, I just need them to help me fuck someone. Yeah, and absolutely. And it. actually, I got some really good sex out of this. And that's, at the end of the day, who cares about creative endeavours? Who cares endeavors? about anything else? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Eddie, Eddie. She's, and the little dog who's been here been the entire every time. every single day. She went near it, the mic. You're near the mic. Wagging when, a tail near the mic. When it started, she was about that big and now it's finished and she's a full-blown slut. She's squirting on other dog's faces and I, listen, I can be proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, eh? Thank you. I'm talking to the dog, race, not you. I'm talking to the dog. I'm so proud of the dog. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) 
28 Dates Later is produced by Novel for iHeartRadio. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. The series is presented by me, Grace Campbell, with help from Ros Purcell and Dan Y. The producer is Diggory Way. The executive producer is Claire Broughton. Our editors are Maithili Rao and Max O'Brien. Production management from Cherie Houston and Charlotte Wall. Willard Foxton is our creative director of development. Novel. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.